This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these goats. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We'll do a podcast for you. It's nice to have you. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about something which you'll never watch, but I wanted to uh, uh, give you a heads up on it, Jerry. I think it's some people might be interested in this, some people not. It was a Netflix documentary, not a series. It was just one documentary. It's called The Devil on Trial. And it was about this family in Connecticut that in like 1980, 1981, it was a family as a, a husband-wife, uh, three brothers and a sister. One of the brothers, Jerry, becomes possessed by the devil. Okay. So when I first hear about this and I first am going to put this documentary on, I'm like, I can't watch this by myself at night. I will go have, to bed? Yeah, and then go to bed and then walk a dog at 3 o'clock in the morning. That was not going to happen. Because I saw the pre- preview and there was like audio of the kid cursing and wishing death upon the family. I was like, mm. This is going to scare me. Maybe I need to watch this on like a Saturday morning. So that's what I did. In the beginning, I watched a Saturday morning. This kid's possessed. For whatever reason, the family decides they were going to use uh, audio recording of the kid when he was possessed. They they got a uh, Polaroid camera. They were taking pictures of this kid. They were really like documenting this kid being possessed by the devil. And... Um, Trying to figure out, like, um, I don't even know where I'm going with this. This kid was like, he really believes he was possessed by the devil. His brother, his sister also all believe he was possessed by the devil. Priests were involved. They came for an exorcism. They had audio recordings of the exorcism. And they had pictures of the exorcism, all this stuff. The exorcism works, but in the process of the exorcism, the boyfriend of the sister is trying to help the 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 eleven year old boy who's possessed, and he goes, he shouts to the devil, "Get off the boy! I'll take you on." And the priests were like, "Oh, this is terrible! You shouldn't have done that." Months down the road, no one's possessed anymore. Months down the road, this guy. Kills somebody. Claims devil possessed him. Doesn't recall his um, murdering this person. So then there was a trial with the defense of I'm not guilty because I was possessed by the devil. 
Turns out he was guilty, Jerry. And <laughs> in the United States. In the United States. Uh, That's not a good defense. It's not a good defense. Yeah. It did work in England a couple times. Like twice someone was Well, they believe found, in the Loch Ness Monster, too. So. I suppose. They were found not guilty by... So the film was very scary because they had all this stuff. But then halfway through, one of the brothers goes, I believe this was all BS by my family. <laughs> and explains why. Mm-hmm. So when you're done with it, you don't know really who what? to believe. Right. Because much like we talk about with UFO alien abductions and things, when you hear the person who had the experience, they will tell you that like they're very believable. Right. But this, so the brother who was possessed at 11 years old, very believable. The other brother who was there and witnessed it all, very believable. The sister's dead. The parents are dead. Then the third brother is like, this was all BS. I think my family was trying to get a book deal. They were trying to get all this stuff, which is why they documented everything. Right. So I don't know who to believe, Jerry. But a couple interesting things came out in the audio recordings that I would like to share with you. This is uh, supposedly the devil possessing an 11-year-old boy mm-hmm. and some of the things he yelled at his mother and the priest. He called his mother a douchebag. Do you think Satan would use the, the word That's d- the like Satan, that's the word he's using is douchebag. You're all douchebags and talking like that. That made it a little less believable. You think? Yeah. Then Did he um, call him a pecker, too? We heard that today from Gio. No, but this is an interesting one, though, Jerry. Along the same lines as Peckerhead. When the priest was demanding that the devil leave this boy's body, the boy possessed as the devil called the priest a fat dick and a pork chop. Again, I'll ask you, Jerry, If do you think if <laughs> no. Satan possessed you? Right. Would you, is that phrases you would use or harsher? Uh, yeah, probably not phrases he would use. Probably not phrases. Probably pork not. chop, fat dick. Pork chop. And do Satan knows what a pork chop is. Yeah. But I kind of do feel like people can be possessed by the devil. That's the Again, other Yeah, I think your mind thing. can play millions of tricks on you. I do. Oh, that was the other thing that came up. <clears throat> that the mother supposedly used to sneak feed the family Samanex, mm-hmm. a sleep aid. And used to put it in their food so that she could, so it wouldn't be a giant pain in the ass. And they say that if you, someone's continually taking this product, mm-hmm. they could have hallucinations. Yeah, I, I believe that. Which can maybe happen. the boy had. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think Satan really in, infiltrated his body. Yeah, but do I think he think that thought that happened? Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Sure. I mean, it's all people have mental issues all over the place. We yeah. have mental hospitals because people see things that don't exist. Our our mind plays tricks on us, and when you start putting artificial crap in your body, yeah, and poisons and medications that you don't, nothing surprises me. But then one of the other people brought up in here is saying, you know, a lot of people were quick to say, "Oh, the devil can't possess somebody." They said, "But if you are a Catholic or a Christian, there is the devil possessing people. Like that is a thing that happens." So. Well, it's what they well, no, it's what they believe. It's, it's what like they, they believe, also right. believe that there's life after death, and they also believe that Jesus is going to rise from the right, dead right, at right. any moment, which has been taught for hundreds, if not thousands, of years. Yes, uh, and he hasn't, from what I understand, hasn't risen yet. I don't believe. Yeah. Meanwhile, if someone came out and said they were Jesus, no one would believe. No him. one would believe him. But even the story, you know, and not to get religious, 
even the story of Abraham and you know and Mo, not Moses, it's Abraham killing his son. Yeah, you know where I know Bob Dylan wrote a song about this. But, you know, he tells him to go kill your son, basically to prove. Yeah, could you imagine if someone today took their kid and put them on a chopping block, and police got there and they said, "No, no, God told me to do this." Right. No one would believe them. Right. That would not be a defense for but if murder. He thinks God's talking to him. That's why it's all such a load of crap. Yeah, it's weird. Like the things that uh, people believe that were in the the stories from the Bible, if they happened today, they wouldn't accept them. No one would accept them. Yeah. You you put them in jail for being lunatics. That's true. We have a priest that's a family friend. He's uh, friends with my sister and brother-in-law. And he had just celebrated 40 years, Jerry, as a priest. Nice. And I would like to talk to him when I'm at... Uh, I would love to have a priest. Yeah. I really a, would. I have good conversations with him at family gatherings he comes to sometimes. And I've asked him about ghosts, and I've asked him about uh, exorcisms. Yeah. And he's told me that he has been a part of exorcisms. Okay. That's wild stuff. Yeah, or just with a mentally ill person. Yeah. That too. That's the thing. It's crazy. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, I'm still waiting for Andrew Marchand on the phone or something. Oh, okay. We're going to get him and we can get the priest in first. What are we doing? Priest, <laughs> Andrew Marchand. There was someone else. Um, there was someone else. Guy Adami, you want to talk Adami. about the that stock market? Yes, that was it. Yeah. We got a long list of guests we want now. Yeah. What so is I, going on? So I'm not sure, Jerry, if I'm recommending this or not recommending it. Yeah, you kind of were just talking there. Yeah, because... The first half, I was really into it because there was audio recordings, right. uh, the uh, sitting down with the eleven-year-old who is now a, a very large adult. Sure. Yeah, and but I do think the point you made or the brother made, yeah, is valid. What are we recording? Into? I'd be if that was real, I'd be scared. The last thing, I, hey, honey, by the way, go grab the Polaroid. Look at this. Look what's happening to him right now. Are you, yeah, are you kidding? Well, they also had uh, a uh, husband and wife got involved who, in the 70s, were popular ghost hunters, Jerry. Okay. And they got involved, too. Got it. And then there was an idea of where... Actually, all the movies, this is what I found out, too, those Conjuring films you've heard of, like The Conjuring, mm-hmm. there's a bunch of them now, they're all based on this initial okay. thing. Yeah, sounds like a great Hollywood plot. Yes. It does, does sound like a great Hollywood plot. Yeah. But... You know, the and kid. again, I ain't minimizing it. I know there are people that have mental issues. Yeah, and they do see things that don't exist. I, I believe that, but I and the guy who says he was possessed at eleven still believes he was possessed and has seemingly lived a normal life. Although Here's I a don't good know question. how you do that. Do him and his brother speak? If his brother thinks no. it's a whole bunch of crap, they don't. Right, the brothers don't speak. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. Yeah, you can't think that you were possessed by the devil and have your brother telling the public this was all a ruse. Yeah, the brother, when the 11-year-old was possessed, the brother was 15. Okay. Who said he just, he said, I could just tell you something wasn't right. Right. And and that's old enough to know. Yeah, that's what he was saying. He said it was old enough to know. He wasn't five. 15, you're, you know what's going on now. He also said, this is a great one, the brother who saw this all. He also said the one night the brother who was possessed was going crazy, all screaming, calling people douchebag, fat dick, pork chop. And the father who was working on his car outside, the father came in, enough already. And he pushed the kid and threw him. And the 15-year-old brother said, oh, suddenly Satan stopped. <laughs> <laughs> like when the father got involved, like enough of this BS. Right. Shut up. Yeah. 
and that was over. And it was over. Yeah. A lot of this stuff is crap. Total crap. So, like, the first half was good. The second half was kind of crap. Yes. The and second half basically like, sold it down the river. Yeah, it did sell. But, again, the, the 11-year-old kid who's now an adult does believe he was possessed by the devil. The other brother believes that kid was was a devil. And you know what we always say? What? Hey, good for you. Hey, good for you. You believe what you want to believe. Right. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, Jerry, I've been getting a lot of fake girl Instagram followers. <laughs> what are you searching? I'm getting it. But here's what I don't understand. Like, and, and some of them, I like, had one reached out, reach out today. Really? Reach out how? Reach out in, um, they all, when they reach out, they're very similar things. So I had a, a, an Asian bikini girl start following me on Instagram. Okay. Then she wrote to me. You look so familiar. Have we met before? Oh, God. Okay. Now, part of me wants to write back just to see... What the reply wh- is? Like, wh- where are they trying to go with this? Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are they trying to get out of right. me? And part of me thinks if I engage, I'm going to get a ton of them. You might. My guess is they'll string you along until they ask you for money. Try yeah. and develop a relationship with you. Oh, is that what you think? I do. Because then the other one, in my profile, it says that I'm a jiu-jitsu black belt. <laughs> I wrote that in my, <laughs> my Instagram. Funny. And the one girl wrote to me. She goes, oh, I, too, am interested in jiu-jitsu. Can we talk about this? Wow. Private. Private? Well, I mean, she DM'd me. Yes. Like yeah. this other one did. Fake one. Or I, it DM'd you. Yeah. It, or he. Or, or robot. Right. Or Satan. And then one or other. Bubba. <laughs> or Bubba. One other one was uh, they uh, they DM'd me about a particular photo of which I said it was Bradley Beach, and in the in the they DM they go this is a beautiful photo where is this may we talk may I message you uh, about where this was taken again that could be a generic photo For sure I mean a generic response to any photo yeah, yeah yeah right right so part of me wants to engage with this Asian bikini girl just to see where it goes but I also don't want to then get flooded with. Let me know what you Direct the messages. When you when I see the real Al Dukes on Instagram opened up, <laughs> then I know that the old one has been shut down. And spammed to death. Right, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I have a product recommendation too, Jerry. Okay. This is uh what do you what is your shaving routine for your face? What do you use as soap. a soap? Regular like uh it's the, be- it's the best I've ever found. Liquid soap or you do like a bar soap? Dove. Dove bar soap. Bar soap. Yeah. Cause uh to me, it's better than shaving cream. Yeah, I bought this new shaving. Uh, Doctor Bronner's makes okay. it. It's in like the the clean ingredients uh, people had recommended. So I was like, I'll give it a shot. And it's like a liquid. Mm-hmm. Must be like a liquid. So I have never gotten a closer shave. Nice. But maybe soap would have done that as well. I don't know. But, I, I have found soap to be so much better than shaving cream. Yeah. The I, shaving why cream. I don't, and I, I only did it out of necessity one time. I was like, why am I using shit? Like, it was so much better. Yeah. And that's all I've done. It's probably going on 10 years now. It's all I use. I've read things about that men use this one shaving cream that's made for women's legs. That it's super smooth. Okay. I wonder what kind that is. Yeah. I don't know. There you go. Just don't use Nair on your face. Do not do that. That would be a bad, that'd be a big mistake. Do not use Nair anywhere. I'm sure some idiot somewhere has. My friend Paul tried to use Nair on his chest, and okay. he said it burned his nipples. <laughs> Why would he get Nair on it? 
He covered his nipples. Yeah, he well, there. he put it all over his chest, not knowing that the nipples are sensitive. And you, it's a, you didn't know. <laughs> no, he what did not idiot. know. Yeah, well, it was a crap. long time ago. This is probably when two weeks ago. No, no, ago. no. This yeah. is probably was that when you guys were at the super at the uh, drugstore. Yeah, probably when we worked at the drugstore together. He probably stole some off the shelf, <laughs> nared his nipples. That's funny. And it was in pain. All right, Jerry. Listen, I gotta go. Yeah, I'm busy. Oh, let's do the warm up show. We'll be back here tomorrow on a Wednesday. See ya. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. New England has no timeouts remaining. 23 seconds to play, and the Jets are going officially now to the AFC Championship game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, suck. let's do this. A couple minutes after 5 o'clock, what is up? Tuesday morning, the Eddie Scazzeri. What up? Across from me, his name is Al Max Dukes. We call him AM Dukes. 5 o'clock in the morning, prime time. What's up, Al? Good morning, Jerry. We've got a Game 7 in baseball. Yeah, you had one another last one. night, another one tonight. How about yeah, that? Yeah, how about that? Mm-hmm. I had no... I did not think the Diamondbacks would win a game in Philadelphia, uh, me, Jerry. Me neither, and neither did uh, Chris Mad Dog Russo, who claimed on the air yesterday he will retire on the spot if the Diamondbacks win the next two games. And now he's halfway there. He's halfway there, correct. As the great Bon Jovi once sang, whoa, whoa, we're halfway there, living on a prayer. I will say, the only way I thought the Diamondbacks, hmm, I shouldn't say this, going into last night, I thought if the Diamondbacks won, which I did not think they would do, I thought the Phillies were going to blast them i give him a hell of a shot tonight really yeah really yeah i gotta say the and and i believe uh mr seawald the closer what's his name he's a Jerry? former met yeah paul, paul seawald <laughs> he said of the crowd there in philadelphia i think that's the first time they sat for a playoff game yeah because they gave you they, they scored the three runs in the second inning yes the there diamondbacks was, there was a little life in I forget if it was the bottom of the... Yeah, I think it was the bottom of the third where the Phillies got the one run. 
and they came to life. And I feel like from that point forward, even though I was watching the game on my phone for much of the night, uh, it seemed like the Philly fans were on their feet the rest of the night with nothing to cheer for. And then the Diamondbacks tacked on a run, tacked on another, and there was really there was no comeback. There was it was Bryce Harper, um, maybe it was Real Muto. One of the guys had an at bat with a couple of guys on. Where yeah, maybe, but nothing. Yeah, they so got nothing. Give the Diamondbacks a lot of credit. Three three. Here we go tonight. Tonight eight oh seven. Jerry, we've got uh, the Diamondbacks are throwing out a guy there named Brandon Fought. We fought fought. We did the remember Monday we did this whole thing fatwa with oh, the whole yeah, thing Boomer with uh, still, yeah, fought. He pitched well in Arizona the other day, right? He, was he the one that pitched well? I think he pitched well in Arizona the other day. You spell his name P F A A D T. Yeah, fought, fought, fought. Brandon fought, fought against Ranger Suarez. Correct. Those are your matchups. This doesn't feel like a game seven matchup, Jerry. Well, the I feel problem, like I need some name guys out there. The problem is they've pitched. Aaron Nola's pitched. Zach Wheeler's pitched. Um, Kelly pitched last night. You've got, unfortunately, this is where you're at when you get to game seven and guys have pitched games one and five or two and six. Like, it's, yeah. This is what happens. This is what happens. Hmm. It's kind of like last night with uh, in Arizona, the way we look at Max Scherzer these days. No one expected him to pitch eight innings. He's out in the third. Right. And then Jordan Montgomery comes in, and it's like all hands on deck. So it's... Um, it's interesting. It it should be fun. Should be fun. I hope so, Jerry. I'm. I can't believe I'm rooting for the Phillies. But what do you mean you can't believe? You've been saying it for weeks. Yeah. You haven't come to that realization. Imagine you get a Diamondbacks Rangers World Series. Good night, everybody. We need yeah, the Phillies in the World I, Series. I, I, we do. I enjoy the Rangers, so I will be watching regardless. Yeah. Uh, Rangers Suarez, by the way, this year four and six ERA of four point one eight. Right, and this guy's throwing your game seven. Not exactly whole season on. And the I line. believe I'm gonna. I got to check. I believe Fott is like twenty two years old. I think he's a young kid. There's no rules against like if if a pitcher wanted to pitch every day if they wanted to they as could. a starter. Yeah, they they could. could. Yeah, Fott there's by no, the way twenty four. Um, there's no baseball could. rules against that. Correct. Uh, Fott was three and nine this year with an ERA of five point seven. So, so you're you, me you don't have you don't have two Cy Young Award winners going tonight. But a fought wild. Yeah. <laughs> you tell me Zach Wheeler can't pitch on a day's rest. Like, come on, bro! It's the um, game seven of the world of the championship I will tell series. You this. Get out! If there. they need Zach Wheeler for an inning tonight, I would be stunned if he doesn't go out there for an inning. But are you going to start him? Yes. And expect him to throw seven innings. Mm-hmm. His arm won't have the life in it. Like, that's the one thing about it. When you throw 100 pitches like he did just a couple of days, a few days yeah. ago, it's not. I'm, all, give him I'm H- all for guys throwing. Give him some HGH. Just pump it okay. right in there. Spin his right. blood. Do whatever they do. You're not going to do that, but okay. Is HGH illegal? Um, I know human steroids. growth hormone in baseball, I believe, HGH. Is yeah. it illegal? And No, I think you can go to the doctor no, and no, HGH. But I'm saying, would they test him right Yeah, you can't more? take that in baseball. You can't what take if right that before you went on the mound? Steroids. Ooh, good idea, Jerry. That's quite a cocktail. Testosterone, HGH, no. steroids, right into Zach Wheeler's right arm. Get him out there. A new, are we starting a new a Duke's lab instead of <laughs> yeah. Balco? Yes. What are the chances they'll test him right before he gets on the mound? Zero. Uh, yeah, they'll just check the glove for uh, you know pine tar and, and oily stuff. I don't want a Ranger Suarez versus Brandon Fatwa. But here's what you might get, which this is why this is surprising to me. What are you bored by in baseball? 
uh, the fact that there's 162 games no, no, that no, are no, meaningless. No, no. When you watch a baseball game, what do you want to see? Home runs. Okay. You've got two guys out there tonight. That's true. That you might get a 10-8 game. That could be a blast. That's true, Jerry. Would you ra- I'm being serious. Yeah. Would you rather this 8-8 go into the ninth inning, or would you prefer it to be one nothing through seven? No, no. 8-8. Right. Go. Yeah, you're so right. You ju- so you don't you're want right. Zach Wheeler out you're there. You're correct. You want Ranger Suarez, and you want a Suarez fought night. Yes, I do. <laughs> oh, baby. So that's what you got. All right. You talked me into that's a better... That's a better pitching matchup for That's me. That's a better pitching matchup. I hope so. I also was listening to the afternoon program yesterday, Evan and Tiki. Yeah. With Sean Marash and screaming Tommy Lugauer. Yeah. And they were Evan was actually debating that he thought nationally that the Rangers Astros game would beat in the ratings Vikings Niners. So that's interesting because remember what I said to you yesterday? What did you say? You remember anything we talk Sometimes. about? Sometimes. Remember I was saying the the NFL is king. Mm-hmm. Baseball ratings have never been good, really, nationally. Curious how much they get beaten by the NFL because it is a game seven. Like, yeah. will they even compete with the NFL? Not, I never th- said beat them. But I said, would the ratings, would they just get trounced in the ratings? And then Evan's talking about them beating the NFL? Yeah. Not a chance. Not a chance. Not a chance. Evan's no. been doing this a long time. He should know that by now. Uh, you would certainly think so, yes. Um, that's, well, Evan says some surprising things sometimes. Is that right? Uh, what do you think? I think it wasn't even close. It, of course it's not going to be close. That's why when we do get the, the ratings, you will see that it's not close. Yeah. By the way, those guys, they do say some interesting stuff. You want to hear Tiki yesterday? Sure. They were talking about seat assignments and season tickets at games. And it's annoying when people go to the concession stands, bathrooms, is what Tiki was talking, I was, Evan was talking about. It's annoying when people get up during games, but I also understand it. Like, mm-hmm. it is what it is. Mm-hmm. As much as it annoys me, Why I respect it. Why did you not just trade seats with her? <laughs> it's a middle-of-the-row situation. Okay, it but it's still, get inside of her. <laughs> it's a bit weird, isn't it? That is very weird. I mean, I know what he's saying. You know, you want to get inside and let her, this way she can go out of the bathroom and not bother you. Yeah. Strange way to put it. It is. And that's the problem when people go to these games and they're they're doing nonstop drinking. Everyone's got to urinate. That is true. Non-stop. Often, often. Yeah. Now the good thing is, like, when you go to it really bothers me at concerts, but football games, just stopping the action. Non, there's there's less. Well, we've there's more about. no action than actual action. Oh yeah, football so you, is a brutal sport to watch live. Very easy to get up and go to the bathroom yeah. without. Fo- football is a made for TV sport. Yeah, hockey is made for in person. As much as I like it, and I will watch it on TV. You go to a hockey game, there's nothing like it. You go to a football game, ugh, there's nothing like it. Yeah. It's awful. The, to me, the tailgate is more fun than the game is at a football game. I suppose so. I love to do everything more at my house. Like, everything's better at my house. For you, not for, for everybody. For me. Yes, for you. I'd rather watch a concert on my television than go to a concert. Really? Yeah. Even a Bruce concert? Yeah, if it was a live Bruce concert and oh, I could watch yeah. it on my TV well, what's the instead. difference if it's live or you watch it on YouTube the next day? It's the same thing. I suppose. I'm just saying, like, it's a better experience for me. Have for my you. own bathroom. For you. I could go fall asleep you if could. I need to. Well, we've seen video of people, fans falling asleep at games. That's true. <laughs> Happens often, actually. Wee, 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 wee. Yeah, does happen. Uh, and then I was uh, I saw that the uh, Texas Rangers won, Jerry. My Texas Rangers. Your Texas Rangers. You believed in them. I did. That, uh, uh, what's his name, Jerry? That uh, Adolis. Adolis Garcia. Adolis Garcia? Adolis. Adolis. It's Adolis. Hit two more home runs. Yeah. 
I loved he hit a smoking liner that he thought was a home run in his first at bat, and it bounced off the wall. He ended up with a single. <laughs> he did, drove on a run. Okay, we ended up with a single, but then did steal second base. So he yeah. ended up on the base he was supposed he to did. be at. He did. Hit two more home runs last night. And they said Tremendous. a post. Now, again, this is only of recent times where they've added games to the postseason, but a postseason series record 15 RBIs. Damn. How about that? Yeah. And home runs in four straight games. And as you pointed out yesterday, the four strikeouts before the big home run. But you know what? No one cares. Look what he's done. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. And did you see, I don't, did the highlight package show you Chaz McCormick? What did he do? He got hit. Araldis Chapman? That wasn't in that? No. Araldis Chapman hits Chaz McCormick with a 104 mile an hour fastball on the leg. (laughs) A hundred and four miles an hour. Oh, my God. I saw another guy at Abreu hit a, hit a dude yesterday. Yes. In the ribs. Ouch. Ouch. The, um, my rib. What was I going to say? The uh, So think about this. You've got Max Scherzer going to the World Series. You had Jordan Montgomery get the win after Mon- after uh, Scherzer was done. Araldus Chapman's coming in relief. Tonight, you've got Tommy Pham trying to get to the World Series. Zach Wheeler trying to get to the World Series. It's crazy. It's a lot of X-Mets and Yankees there. A lot, yeah, they're sure. They're, they're littered all over the place. Then I had a look because uh, through all the stuff I was watching about the uh, Rangers-Astros uh, game and reading, there was yeah. really very little talk about Max Scherzer. I actually had to go to the box score, Jerry. He got yanked in the third inning. Uh, yeah, he pitched two and a two-thirds of an inning or two and two-thirds innings. Yep. Four hits, two runs. Yeah. So, not good. No, not good at all. Right? No. That's why they went to Jordan Montgomery in the third inning. Giving up two runs and two innings, not good. No. For 2.2 innings. And he also, remember, the over-under for outs recorded was 13 and a half. Wow. He recorded eight. That wasn't close. I mean, think about that. Isn't that something? Yeah, he recorded eight. Yeah, so they they knew. I mean, like, it was anybody that was going to take the under on that won it by a long, I mean, it wasn't even close. So pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. Uh yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I would say I'm gonna put on this Phillies game tonight. But it starts at eight oh seven. If it was obviously. five o'clock, I do believe you would put it on. I'll be asleep. Right? You would put it on. I would it put was. it on, Jerry. I do. But eight oh seven. The five o'clock starts are phenomenal. Yeah, they really are. They're fun. Like even yesterday. So I forgot it started at five, just because I'm not used to that. Five thirty, it hit me. Oh, oh we got baseball at five thirty. Loved it. It was yeah. great. So that's it, though. I think it was three nothing when I. Yeah, well, they Check scored the score. in the was it the second second inning? inning yeah. yeah, they got the three runs, and yeah. Fam hit the home run to get it going. Lord Escuriel, so how about that? Hmm. How, how about that, that Jerry? All yeah. right, so we got a game seven tonight, and uh, then the baseball season will move to the World Series, and then it will be over. Can you? So this will be. They said the first game seven that Bryce Harper's competed in in, in his major league career. It's got to be tense, no? Yeah, like that building is ready to pop on a regular playoff game. Imagine a game seven, what the energy will be like in that building tonight. But they need to do what they've done in the previous games. The Phillies need a home run in the first inning. Oh, if they get that. Yeah, I mean, if they get that, they'll have the crowd all jacked up very quickly. Got to get that crowd jacked up. I I mean, watching the highlights of the Ranger-Astro game, I know they were losing... 11 to what the heck? 11 2 was it at one point? Or was it just a. 11 to. Mm, uh, I didn't write down the score. But anyway, it wasn't close. But I think it was 10 1 or 10 2 at one point. I think that's what it was. There but were whatever. not a lot of people in that ballpark behind home plate. 
It was empty. So bandwagon jumpers, and they they, they fled the scene. They hit the road, Jerry. <laughs> they wanted to beat the traffic and not watch the Rangers celebrate. Correct. Well, that's that's an in-state. That would be like Yankees-Mets, and whichever team won on the other team's home field, I, I get it. So I guess so. Ask Eddie. Yeah. Ask Eddie how to watch the Yankees celebrate at Shea as he was, and he's a Met fan, and he was there in the dugout and wanted to hang himself. Like, right? I mean, how bad was that experience? One of the worst in my life. So you can you can actually understand. You're down by nine runs. You know what? Let's go, baby. Oh, I see what you're saying. You don't want to watch them celebrate. No. So then that whole series, the home team didn't win a game, correct? Correct. Four and three. Away, crazy. I don't think I've ever seen that before. That is some weird, wild stuff. And I'm not sure. I don't. I didn't see that in any of the game notes. I would. I wonder if that's ever happened in the postseason, where a seven game series, neither team won a home game. Which go again. Take this home field advantage crap and blow it out your butt. Yep. It right doesn't matter. There. It just doesn't matter. Right out your butt. Just like Jerry said, just blow <laughs> yes. that out your butt because it don't matter. It doesn't matter. The Phillies hope it matters tonight. It, yes, that is true. And it did matter the first couple of games. Yes. And mm-hmm. then it mattered for Arizona to get back in the series. So we shall see. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, there's the baseball season. And that's baseball, Jerry. And that's baseball and season. And that's TWIB. <laughs> this week in baseball. This week in baseball. All right. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, I imagine we're going to get to some football. As yes, they Jerry. Say. We got football. Uh, also, I have, I have another baseball note, actually. Oh, is that right? You want it now or after the break? After, after, after the, the break, break after the break, quite a tease. an odd baseball note, Fair and then right to the NFL, we promise, and then uh, Boomer and Geo at 6. Unless we have more to say, then we'll go to like 6.30. And I have Fraudulent 5 today, Tuesday. Oh, uh, we'll get to that, too. All right, so we'll do the odd baseball note, Fraudulent 5, Vikings 9, blah, 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 all that and more coming up on The Fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Twisted Sister on a Tuesday. What is up? 25 after 5. Sal and Jerry in. Until 6, we got Boomer and Geo. Then real quick before you do the football and your fraudulent 5, I know they're old guys, but before you say anything, there's an extra note to this. All right. All right. So we've got the Live Golf is out there, okay? So there is a new baseball league, a Dubai-based baseball league called Baseball United. All right. They had their inaugural draft, I guess, yesterday. Some of the notable play- old, older, they're not old, but older, Bartolo Colon All right. at 50, Robinson Cano was taken, uh, Pablo Sandoval, remember him from the San oh, Francisco yes. Giants? He's not 50, or, but he's you know, a little older. Is that the guy they called the panda? Yes, exactly. Anderton Simmons, who was the shortstop for the Angels for a long time, he's 33, and you got Didi Gregorius. Didi Gregorius. Oh, I love Didi Gregorius. So my first thought was, oh boy, is this going to be like live baseball now? The league investors, Mariano Rivera and Barry Larkin. Isn't that interesting? They're backing this with their cash. Yeah. My and my thought is, I almost wonder if that's going to be something where they start to pull from younger. If that gets off the ground, you wonder if there'll be some sort of competition. 
I thought that was interesting that Mariano was involved in that. Or maybe Mariano will run out of money and have to go back to work. That <laughs> sounds like a terrible investment. <laughs> it may be. I just thought that that was interesting. Hmm. So they All got right. a couple of names, but they are older names. But Barry Larkin and uh, and Mo are back in this. And Bartolo Colon is in this one. Bar- so, who never wants to retire. Who? How bad could it be? He's got like a rubber band arm. Oh, yeah. He's the I'd rubber band it. man, rubber band man. All right, so it's 526 oh, yes. last night. The uh, the I tell you a hell of a win by the Vikings. The Vikings beat the 49ers last night in Minneapolis. So that puts a bow on Week Seven in the NFL. Week Eight will start uh, with Buffalo and someone. Buffalo and Tampa, maybe Thursday night. I forget someone. Um, but before we get to that, we have to get you the Al Dukes fraudulent five favorite teams. Thank you, Jerry. This was a tough one this week. I got to tell you. Got to tell you, the teams like my Buccaneers are out. Yeah, yeah, they kind of pooped the bed. They pooped the bed. So I'll, I'll go through this Your quickly, Your Lions Jerry. played lousy in Baltimore? Well, let's see where we are. Number one, I'm uh, currently most rooting for the New York Jets. Okay, it's fine. They didn't play. They didn't lose. They didn't they're, play they're, they're still uh, riding high off the window. Yeah, hey, riding Philly. high. They're playing the Giants. Yeah. It would be fun. So mm-hmm. they're number one. Number two, another team that didn't lose, so they're still on my list, Dallas Cowboys. Okay, that's fine. Two they're coming weeks. off a win as well. Coming off a win. Four and two and a bye. Then I do, I got to say, I do have some, some losers here. I still have the Miami Dolphins on my list, even though they lost. They're Fair still enough. a high-flying, fun-to-watch team mm-hmm. that I'm rooting for when I see them on television. Who will be now be on Hard Knocks this uh, in-season? In-season Hard Knocks. Yep. That's right, Jerry. Yep. Uh, I've got the Detroit Lions on you my list. Kept the li- even after that putrid yeah. performance. I kept the Lions on my list of wow. teams I'm still rooting for. But, Jerry, they are on notice. Yeah, Dan Campbell doesn't care. And number five, yeah. this was a tough one. I, you didn't take I'm the looking Eagles? around. No. I, truthfully, when I'm looking at these list of teams. Can I guess? Sure. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but are you going to change your mind and go back to the Chiefs because they're winners? No, I was close. You were close. I would have if Travis Kelsey wasn't involved. Fair enough. I have the Colts on my list. I'm still rooting for the Colts. It's weird. As a favorite team? Yeah. Even though they lost? Then Gardner Minshew's a turnover machine? Yeah. Okay. Still, right now. It's a weird list, Jerry. Yeah, yeah, list, no. and it's your list. Jets, Cowboys, Dolphins, Lions, Colts. Weird one. It is weird because the Colts would never make a cool game. Right. That's what's weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, well, that's why it's a fraudulent list. Yeah. It's fraudulent <laughs> list of five favorite teams. And stupid. <laughs> Thank you, Jerry. It is All stupid. Right, there you go. Uh, you mentioned uh, the Vikings beat the 49ers. Um, no, I didn't see. I have not had a chance yet to get to the highlights of this right. game. I watched as much baseball as I could last night, and I've been listening to press conferences all morning. So I know there was the 60-yard catch, take the ball away from the defender, the one to Addison that was a big play in the game before the half. Were the night I know, and I know Purdy threw the two interceptions in the fourth quarter. Was it... Was it tense in the fourth quarter? Like, did it seem like the Niners were going to drive down the field and get the go-ahead score? Like, what would you, what was your takeaway? From it did the not game? feel tense to me, Jerry. <laughs> well, also because you weren't watching it live, so there was no tension. You knew the score. Yeah, it turned out the tension <laughs> when you don't watch it live <laughs> is gone. Right, okay, fair enough. It was just, to me, the fact that the 49ers gave up a lot of yardage. You give up a lot of yardage. They yeah. allowed 452 yards. This is supposed to be the one of the best defenses in the league. It is one of the best defenses oh. in the league. 
it's just wasn't there last night. And I think, do you not give... Kirk uh, Cousins lit it up. Jerry. He did. He threw for almost 400 yards. Yeah. About, and if I'm not mistaken, again, I didn't see the game. Do not so be I'm mistaken. So I'm going off what I, what I read. Yeah. He was not sacked one time by this Niners defense, right. correct? Correct. So that, that, to me, goes to show that, once again, if you can forget who it is, if you can protect your quarterback, you've got a much better chance of moving the ball down the field. Yeah. And that brings me up to uh, another thing I heard on the afternoon show yesterday. Boy, you listened a lot to the I afternoon had it on. show. I did have it on yesterday while I was uh, cooking dinner. Does that mean a meltdown's coming soon? No. Are you listening too much? No, I'm not listening too much. Right. I'm not listening to too much sports radio because that does happen to me. Oh, do I know. I'm well aware. I listen to too much sports radio and then I have a complete meltdown. Mm-hmm. I'm not there yet. Okay. But it was it was weird to hear, first of all, the callers are still they're calling about the offensive line. In what regard? Because this, I thought this, it was pretty good this weekend. Well, this is their in in that regard. Again, like for whatever reason, Giant fans want to give Daniel Jones the benefit of the doubt, just like they were giving Eli Manning, even long past his Super Bowl years. That's interesting. So they're like, I can't wait to see Daniel Jones behind this offensive line. What? That's interesting because the calls I heard to Brandon and Sal yeah. were mostly keep Tyrod Taylor in. It's working. Like, don't break what's not. Daniel's going to have to wait his turn until Tyrod Taylor fizzles out. Um, so that's interesting that people were calling about Jones excited for him to come back, which we're not even sure he's coming back this week. Right. Now, Tiki did seem, if I was reading between the lines, or maybe he straight up said it, he seems to like Tyrod Taylor in there as well. Okay. That it's a, like what we were saying, the eyeball test. It's it, fluid. Ah, yes, Jerry, yeah, fluid. Yeah. It's smoother. It's fluider. Mm-hmm. But they took a number of calls from people that were pumped. Oh, I'm sure. And can't wait for Daniel Jones to get behind. The offensive line couldn't change that much in the time that Daniel Jones hurt his neck to now. Oh, no, there's it, like three new guys <laughs> out of five. Right, but they're right. No, no, no. But I mean, they're brand new guys. Yeah, yeah, because of injuries. They, yeah. they're, they're just rolling guys in. Just rolling guys mm-hmm. in. Yep. Now, I could also use that as an excuse and go, the offensive line sucks. We're just rolling guys in. 100% you could. Definitely. So what's going to be fun is when Daniel Jones gets back in there and is terrible, and then they go, those same callers will be like, this offensive line, and we're piecing it together. All right, well, let's forget, gonna... let's forget about the callers for a okay. second because whatever. Cause um, they're stupid. But right? I do think what this is going to do yeah. is it's going to put, when Daniel Jones does come back, now if – if I go back to it, I am not saying Daniel Jones is losing a job. Don't don't misunderstand me. But if I go back to when Dak Prescott took over for Tony Romo, Romo got hurt and Dak played great. And it was, do you have a quarterback? Nope. Dak's uh, Romo's our quarterback. And then Dak continued to play great. And each week, nope. Tony Romo's our quarterback. And then I got to a certain point where. Yeah, uh, Dak's the quarterback because yeah. you couldn't take him out because they weren't losing. I'm not saying that's the case here. But what I am saying is by Tyrod Taylor playing and looking the part better, even though they scored nine points in Buffalo and only 14 points on Sunday, I do agree with that it looks better. It seems like the team is playing better. I think what it does do is it puts Daniel Jones on a short leash when he does come back. And if he's going to come back and they are stale and they ain't moving the ball and he's taking sacks, I don't think you'll have to wonder about a halftime switch like let's say he comes back let's say for poops and giggles they're playing the jets on sunday daniel jones is back at quarterback and it's 
10 nothing Jets at halftime, and the Giants look out of sorts offensively. In my mind, there's no doubt in my mind that Tyrod Taylor comes out in the third quarter. Because you got to win that football game. So I think that it's opened the door now to that, to where he could be replaced once he comes back. I think if Tyrod Taylor was a young dude, it would be a different story. Like, people would be more, like, even the Daniel Jones big-time Understood. Uh, yeah, I know. 34, is you're not expecting a lot out of him going forward. Yeah. You're right. But I do think since the NFL is really a season in, season out, it's not like when we when we were kids, it was like a slow build to have sustained greatness, if you will. It's not what the league is anymore. I mean, aside from the Chiefs and a few teams, it's like good one year, not good the next. Good one, you know, it's like each year is its, it's, it's, its own. Tyrod Taylor is only 34? He's 34. They're using this photo of him on CBS Sports Network when they put up his face when they yeah. – uh, when that when you guys on the show was talking about him, where he looks old. All right, hold on. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he looks he's like 38. an old dude, Jerry. I Even 38. Was, I thought like, he was 34. Looks like he's four, in his 40s. Uh, Tyrod Taylor is 34. It could just be the one photo they're using. Could just be a bad photo, Jerry. We uh, all take bad photos where we look older, somewhere we look younger. Just has a more has a mature face, and he, by the way, just turned 34. He also has a mature neck, is what I'm, okay. what I'm saying. Sometimes so there's can, wrinkles on it? Is that hey, what you're saying? Yeah, I think, yeah. I see some wrinkles. You can tell how old a uh, person is by their neck. Like, look at my neck, Jerry. That's an old man's neck. Your neck right? looks fine. No, it's not. It's not it's wrinkly. Like wrinkly. No, it's not, actually. Thin. What you can you tell how old about? a woman is, too, by her neck, Jerry. Oh, this is true? Yeah. Okay. You can tell how old a woman is, if you're not sure, by her neck and her hands. How about we do this? How about a little road trip? Let's go to a local a strip mall and walk up to women and try and guess their age. May I see your neck, ma'am? I think you're 51. <laughs> oh, ouch. That would be funny. Yeah, hand and neck. Yeah. Hand and neck. That's okay. why I like uh, a lot of women will go with the handkerchief around the neck, which I'm considering going with. Bruce Springsteen does you're, that. You're not going to wear a handkerchief around your neck. <laughs> if you do... I'm not doing this with you anymore. I see Tiki Barber sometimes in the winter. He wears a scarf around his okay, neck. He's fashionable. You're he not. Is. He is very fashionable. Yeah. I mean, Tiki could be in GQ. Yes. You can't. Not yet. Well, not yet. You're 54. Then when? Soon, Jerry. Soon. Soon. Okay. Is that when you turn 60? Do you marry a 25-year-old? Yes. yes. And then I'll go right into <laughs> GQ magazine. I suppose you could then. Here I am with my gold-digging girl. <laughs> now, I ain't saying she a gold digger. Yeah. <laughs> You got time for one more? I do. I'm excited to see that the Bears are starting a Tyson Badgent again, Jerry. I'm be I'm on the Tyson Badgent like he's another wagon. one. Like he's another one. Yeah. This is where it's funny highlights and watching the game. Mm-hmm. He threw for 150 yards. <laughs> yeah. But when you put put that in highlights, Jerry, but the offense. Seemed a little more. Now, Justin Fields, they had leads and the defense gave them up. And Fields against Washington a couple of weeks ago was off the charts. Yes, very Incredible. Good. So I don't think he's in, He's losing his job anytime soon. But this this Badgett thing is funny because he didn't throw for 375 and five touchdowns. It was like 152 and one touchdown. Yeah, and I have a feeling that if he came from a bigger school, it's not as much fun. It's fun because he came from okay. Shepherd College. Let me ask you this, though. Is. Maybe, but let me ask you this. Let's say he went to Clemson. All right. Or let's say he went to Florida State. Oh, yeah. Would you not think differently in terms of what his long-term success could be? Yes. You probably would. Or USC. Yes. Right. Good point. But he went to... And where he went, really, 
We've had plenty of quarterbacks that have gone to small schools that have been really good, so it doesn't matter. But let's not make it out like this guy was the league MVP. Oh, on yeah. Sunday. He's lighting it up, Jerry. And they're playing the Chargers in L.A. Oh, good. Maybe the Chargers can lose another game they're supposed to win. Tyson Badgett goes to Los Angeles. Wouldn't be great Jerry. if he outdoes Justin Herbert. Yes. Outduels him. He could. You never know. All right, quick break. 538. We got more to do. And then Boomer and Geo at the top on the fan. Great song. A little cake for you this morning. Um, it's funny listening to that uh, the promo there in terms of the Giants and Plaxico Burris. Do you remember, and I obviously you did all the songs about Burris, do you remember how good the Giants were when he shot himself? I do not. They were, and I'd have, I honestly would have to look at this. So they win the Super Bowl. They come back the next year. I want to say they were like eight and one. Like he shot himself were, in season. Yeah, I don't remember. And they were tearing up the NFL. Like they looked like one of the best teams I'd ever seen, and everything just fell apart from there. After just he com- shot himself. Yeah, I, you know, you're gonna. I would, if I would have heard that going into the break, I would have checked it. But. In a midtown New York club <laughs> with Antonio Pierce, my bud. We're in the VIP section with no metal detection when I just shot myself. Well, the bullet went into my thigh, so I knew I wouldn't die. And since I couldn't run, handed Pierce my gun, and he drove it to my house. Ouch. I just shot myself. Ouch. I just shot myself. The fine money I lose hurts more than the bruise. I just shot myself. Ouch. All right, so 2008. So, yes. So, I'm right. So, two th- he shot himself in November. All right. Just before the holidays. Yeah, just before the holidays. Now, I don't know when. I, it was November. I saw that. I don't know exactly when in November. But listen to this. They started the season. This is after they won the Super Bowl. They start the season on a four-game winning streak. They lose to, on the road, the Browns. Then they come back with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven straight wins. They're 11-1. and one. And I believe it was right around this point where he shot himself. Well, I had a number 17 jersey and a Super Bowl ring. Could have caught for a 1,000 yards, even when I didn't show up in spring. But each time Coach talked, I heard the same old thing. He says, no, practice means fines, and then I can't afford more bling. I'm like, Antonio, my man, let's hit the town and dance. He says, you shouldn't go out dancing with that gun in your pants. So they start 11-1. and one. They lose three out of their last four games and then lose to the Eagles first round of the playoffs. If you would have asked me, have, were the Giants ever 11-1 and one in the time that you've been working on the morning show? I said, no chance. You don't remember that? No. I'm telling you, no memory. that team I thought was one of the best teams I'd ever seen. And then he shot himself, and then everything just was not the same. Listeners, by the way, wrote those songs. 20, 20, 24 hours ago, uh-oh, Flax was indicted. Now he's going to do four years in a row, uh-oh, Flax was indicted. Put him in handcuffs, take him to the pen, hurry, 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 before he shoots again. Can't control his gun when he's in the club, oh no, 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 no. And you, and if I'm not mistaken... During the Boomer and Carton days, 
did Eddie not play those songs four plaques ago? Yeah, right. And, well, he was in the studio. In studio. It was, yeah. That was a rough one for me. That's got to be uncomfortable. He's number 17. He keeps his jail cell clean. He's the best damn receiver Rikers ever seen. He's got no compromise. He's doing three to five. Reached in his sweats and shot one right through his thigh. Crying, this ain't fair. Bloomberg doesn't care. He's pushing real hard for a third term as mayor. Now the news is breaking. There's no mistaking his career is fading. And Plax is facing three years. Is it all that long? Wow. Three years. Isn't all that long? I can only. He must have just glared at you <laughs> as these songs are being played. So strange. Yeah, man. And I had to explain to him, like, I didn't write these. The listeners wrote them. You I still just, sung them. I performed them. You performed them, and we played them over yes. and over and over. Oh, my I'll God. get up in the evening. <laughs> Cause I got no game today By 2 a.m. I'm bleeding <laughs> I got a bullet in my damn leg I ain't nothing but screwed, man Man, I just ruined my whole life wow. Hey there, Antonio <laughs> I could use just a little help Did my gun just fire? <laughs> Hey, Pierce, did you see that spark? My bodyguard was for hire. Why'd I bring that gun in the club? Wow, that was terrible. <laughs> None of that rhymed. <laughs> I know, the audience wrote them for you. Yeah. Uh, I do enjoy that you tried to get into character. You're right, I tried to sing each one like the you tried artist. tried to sound like Bruce there. Yeah. That was pretty good. A pretty good job. Mm. Uh, somebody gave birth at the Colts-Browns game. A woman. <laughs> yes, Jerry. Okay. But good question. It you is said 20... somebody. A woman. You're right. You know what? In 2023, Whoa. a man could have given birth at the Colts game, but it was uh, it was a family member of a guy who's on the Browns. Okay. Uh, David Bell is a wide receiver on the Browns, and his family was – he grew up in Indiana, mm-hmm. so his family was at Lucas Oil Stadium. And uh, someone in, in his uh, group of family that was at the game – Gave birth to a baby girl at 1.20 p.m. Wow. Kickoff like was at, at the one stadium. Of, at the stadium. Wow. That's crazy. She was going into the stadium when she felt the baby coming really? along. And it was too late to turn back and try to go to the hospital. So the medical staff at the stadium, the Man. emergency crew. You know what's so amazing? A healthy baby girl, Jim. About childbirth is everything. But when you're going through it. Yeah. And obviously, Kim and I twice... There's so much that goes into getting to the hospital. If you're, if you're, some women take the epidural, some don't. Fine, but there, that's an aspect to it. Making sure your vitals are good, keeping you comfortable, timing the contractions. Like it's so like meticulous, which I totally understand. And then it's time. It's like, all right, you got to get the group of nurses in. Then the doctor finally shows up for the delivery. All of this is going on, and then you hear all these stories. Yeah, a woman had a baby in a taxi cab yesterday. Yeah. Like, and it's perfectly what? healthy. Yeah, it's incredible, isn't it? That like yeah. EMT workers or policemen or that can just handle it, which is fascinating to I me. I was hoping it was a baby boy because then they could name the baby boy Lucas for Lucas you, Oil Stadium. That would have been awesome. And you'd have a story to tell forever. Yeah. That is very true. Mm-hmm. Well, good for them. Hey, good for them. And the baby was healthy, everything. I believe so. Okay. How about this? You're nine months pregnant. Maybe don't go to the game. 
Maybe hang out and see if you're going to have a baby. Number one, you'd have to see if she was full term before you say that. Good point. Two, I do remember when both of our kids were due, it's like, do you just sit home and wait? Yes. And then days go by and nothing happens. Are you just wasting time? Do you want to get out, get your mind off it? Because it could happen any time. It could happen two weeks from now. It's That's actually, I, we kind of went through that. Like, right. you know, and what this do you is, do? And, and this is their cousin or somebody is playing wide receiver for the Browns from Indiana right. in town. It's kind of a special moment. A ah, special moment. It's not like they went to a random Colts Chargers game. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, that's th- true. in that case, you'd be like, are you out of your mind? Right, that's true. But you're there to see a family member. Good point, you're, Jerry. Here's what you were asking for. Just give me six more hours. <laughs> right. And let me get home. We'll get to the hospital. Unfortunately, the timing was not on their maybe side. Maybe the excitement of the game is what has possible. the baby uh, show up. It's Maybe anxiety. Yeah. Maybe nerves. Who knows? Maybe the baby loves football. Maybe that, too. All right, quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap it up. We'll get you to Boomer and Geo Odyssey Sports Minute, brought to you by Jackpocket. Order official state lottery games on your phone. It is Amy Lawrence on my Texas Rangers. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, we got one minute to go. We got game seven tonight with Philadelphia and Arizona. The Diamondbacks winning. The uh, My Texas Rangers are in the World Series. Oh, yeah. The Vikings won in Monday Night Football. What else? Here's something I learned yesterday, Jerry, that uh, Michael Irvin, I guess, has a son who is a rapper. Okay. And uh, Michael Irvin says, uh, you know, he listens to his son's rap music and he doesn't know where he came up with all this stuff because he grew up in a gated community. And I guess it's like gangster rap. Okay. And then so somebody, a writer, had heard this. I guess he was on some uh-huh. show. So a writer was like, oh, let me go check out uh, Michael Irvin's rapping son. And it, uh, he's in jail. What? He's in jail right now. Michael for, Irvin's son? Yeah. For, for 45 more days, Jerry. But when he gets what did out. What do he do? I don't know. You didn't look into that part of the story. <laughs> like usually, when you see someone went to jail Damn and you it. weren't aware of it, you might actually Google oh, the re- like what he was arrested for uh, and no. why he was in jail. Nope. I mean, boy, how about their last year? Michael the Irvin the, the, the hotel yeah. in, in Arizona, and you're standing the sun's in jail. Good lord! His rap name, Jerry, is Tut Tarantino. If you're looking for some I'm, I'm new not, rap I'm really music, not. no, I'm, I'm kind of good. I'm, I'm all right. He said when he listens to his son's rap. WFAN FM, WFAN FM HD1, New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.